0: okay and welcome back to another episode of unfiltered uh i'm yunina doyle and i'm here with the delightful
1: jonathan cleeman hello uh joining us this time we have chris dennis uh formerly of Savon loss and uh well kind of highballer which we'll talk about yeah yeah some way fashion kind kind of of. it was kind of a venue so
2: kind of a highballer yeah
1: so uh tell us chris how did you get into the industry um, where did you get that lovely um, South Cotswold accent from? <laughs> from
2: the downs, from the downs. Uh,
0: this is our Canadian episode, our very dedicated, our Canadian,
2: dedicated
1: Canadian episode. This is welcome eh?
2: Well, um, I've been in London around about 11 years now um, and I originally started bartending to get my way through an undergrad that became very useless. And uh, one thing led to the other, and um, now we... You
0: turned to alcohol, <laughs> the undergrad, didn't work
2: out. <laughs> 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 one <laughs> seemed funner than the other. Yes. You, you
1: were better at the drinking
2: than the studying. <laughs> it was a saying. logical it's, progression. I wonder
0: why it doesn't happen to many people, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Study, wine, <laughs> study, spirits. I think it there's, it's
2: there's an argument for academia and applied academia. <laughs> <in terms> of, <laughs> okay. There's Mhm,
0: difference.
2: And yeah, uh, I kind of kicked around the London bar scene for seven, eight years. Spent some time in Singapore, and then we opened up our first bar, which is Solve Loss, where we met in uh, Brixton.
1: Yep. So yeah, we, we met back during Bartender vs Semeliers, which ironically I just coached for, which you judged for this year, yeah. which two years ago you were my coach for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so quite weird how that all kind of worked out, but it was uh, good. Um, I was co- I taught how to coach very well. That's what I thought. Because I, <laughs> Cause I managed, managed to bring it home yesterday. And yeah, uh, bar it, team. Was,
2: it was a special
1: moment for me. Um, ah, so what well.
0: happened? Okay, so what happened in Imbibe on Monday? Some
1: so we... I'm not going to talk about the issues with the judging in the semi-final bit. But well, were you still,
0: trying to be... Are you being sensitive de- here? I'm I, know, yeah, <laughs> I was talking
1: about it a lot on Monday. Yeah, I was talking about a lot. Do you want just, to slag anybody off? No, I don't think... I think the basically what happened was that it's either one of two ways. You don't have to argue that we weren't told exactly the parameters for how they wanted some of the rounds to be done. Or you had to take the fact that there wasn't enough judges who actually knew what they're talking about when it comes to cocktails. Because I can say that some of the judging they did, when we were marked down for a service side, can't argue with. We, Our guy who did the service, bless him, he got a bit mixed up and he put glasses in the wrong place and made a couple of mistakes for the wine service. And we were right to be marked down for it. But definitely two of the cocktail rounds with um, Serge. Serge's first one, his chat was just amazing but he had to make a Vodka Collins. And I got told after the judges, I got told by one of the judges, after the, the judges had turned around, they had marked, not given Serge as many marks, because his cocktail was boring. That's because he was told to make a Vodka Collins. <laughs> <laughs> so how can he make it? And then the other person maybe had to make a Manhattan.
2: Maybe, maybe he could have, have added... No, no, the whole point is, is
1: the other person, the other person made a Manhattan. And so they were like, oh yeah, but Manhattan tastes better. Well, of course it does. It's a Manhattan, I <laughs> 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 a Vodka Collins. Okay, Chris, yeah, no, I nice.
0: have a question. Go. What is this you can now make I'm getting very excited here. Mm. Unicorn cocktails, right? Because there's such a thing as like glitter that you can put into the cocktail.
2: Yeah, this is edible. This is awesome. Edible, food-safe glitter. It's uh, it's, it's the reason I get up in the morning. It's exciting. It's right? Exciting, this is exciting. exciting.
0: Do you think that you'd be able to make me if I come down to your bar? You'll be able to make me a really exciting pink girly marshmallow. Unicorn yes, cocktail. yes,
2: of course. That's counts for most of our trade and you know, you You're generally them that every one. day of course it's, Okay, uh, these exciting times that we, that we <laughs> have. Um, Fun fact about unicorns. Oh, uh, yes, please
0: <laughs> They're real,
2: you know, you know, you always see the the images of unicorns with the kind of uh, grooves along the horn Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah often now you see kind of cartoons being colored in and Rainbows and whatnot. We already have our episode name now: Horny Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the the, uh, the Vikings used to essentially cut off Norwal horns, okay, and they would sell those on to you know um, lords and people tell with, with 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 money enough to buy a a, a real unicorn horn, and because the Norwals had the groups, it became synonymous with the unicorn.
0: Oh, very interesting. Yeah, that's that's a I real fact. fact. That is a I mean, my fact was just that they're real and they're hiding. But both was, those are facts. that's a good fact. they both very, very solid, Yes interesting facts. That's, that's
1: much into what Moet do with Don Perignon. They sell it as a prestige coupon. Perfect. But they make two and a half million bottles of it a year. it's prestige. It's really rare, guys. It's never <laughs> tested. It. Yes, that's another run you can do.
0: Oh. <laughs> they have been seen before. Yeah. Shall we pour some wine? Oh, yes. I think Chris, I, although I think your wine is heavier than, say, mine, I think we should just do it anyway. Let's just go against the grain because okay. I think we're mixing things up. Um, glass, uh, that is fine, thank you. And we'll give some glasses. Already, so the theme Chris very nicely picked chili, which made me very happy as I work for a Chilean winery. As if any of you have been listening, you have figured out. So I got very excited because I get to bring one of my wines again. And then, unfortunately, work is a very loose term. <laughs> we've already discussed <laughs> do you, this do before. You, do you hang out? Do you I travel a lot. I travel a lot. You know, I get some things done occasionally. Now, You've already ruined it, uh, John, by not having the wine here.
1: Um, I completely and utterly blame uh, Bancroft for that. So um, actually, Tom, if you're listening, (laughs) talk to (laughs) my first podcast, you're listening, Um, if your wine delivery had been here yesterday like I wanted then we'd have these issues
0: oh Tom Grundy he's probably too busy on his fake Facebook Facebook profile or or patting patting dogs Gina
1: Gina Mega Assets
0: I never even I've got to (laughs) yes anyone who hasn't looked up what say again Gina
1: Mega Assets Gina Mega Assets (laughs) please follow on Facebook she needs more love
0: (laughs) okay cheers guys to the first wine cheers Uh, we've just passed midday so it's official we can drink right
1: yeah yeah. Sun's past the yard on so it's
0: fun. Mm. So, what are we drinking,
2: Chris? So, this is this is something that's quite special to me. This is a uh, Manzan de Velasco. So, I've worked with um, uh, Torres Chile for about four years now. Mm-hmm. Now, I work with the spirits. So, I'm the ambassador for the UK for the Torres Spirit portfolio, but I specifically do work with the pisco that we make. So this wine is uh, one that I first tried when we were over at the distillery. So we went down uh, from the distillery, which is up in um, Orvalle, down to Curaco. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a kind of uh, an expression that mimics what tourists did with Mas La Plana in, uh, in Spain. So it's, uh, there's a very small amount produced every year. Um, it's 100% cab serve. And it's, the vines are up to about 100 years old, they're very old vines, so there's not very much of it. Um, and it's uh, named for Manso Velasco, he was one of the first governors of Chile in 1737, and he actually founded Curaco. So
0: Check you out. There
2: was a lot of, uh, a lot of positive vibes from his kind of tenure. And uh, it was kind of a little little homage to uh, to him.
0: This is big. This is serious. This is really big. I was impressed this that you went up for this. Well, I just thought, Do you know what? Screw yeah. this. We've got a little bit of water. It's actually, can...
1: it's actually in your head. Again, you see sort of bottles, and you're thinking it's going to be big, heavy, over rich. But actually, it's quite fresh. So. It's yeah. fresh,
0: but this is a full body wine oh, yeah. with loads of oak, with loads of chocolate, with loads of power, with loads of complexity. There is a lot. There's a lot going
1: on, but it's smooth. again in my head. You also have that for, even smelling like, Oh my God. This is going to be blowing my mouth away. And then you get it like, oh no, actually no, smooth, silky. It's so the tannins are nice and soft as well. But it's not like aggressive.
0: No. In fact that we're not, sadly no food. Um, and it doesn't matter. 13.5% alcohol, which is pretty impressive. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's still, actually, it's quite restrained. Um, it's not going over the top, over extracted. So it's, it's got, a, it's really, really nice. So. I'm guessing more older vine, slightly more concentrated grapes. And yeah, things. yeah.
0: Yeah, generally, if you were listening, if you were listening, Chris said they're up to 100 years
1: old. I didn't, I should have, I was checking my phone out. He was doing
0: something on his phone. You know, all we're supposed clients. to be professional. It's, it's almost like we don't have a professional podcast. Yeah, it, this it, is almost like we're pretending. It's almost like
1: we make this up as we go along. <laughs> no, you mean no. we don't plan anything? No, 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 no. <laughs> we bring all the equipment and no way yeah. make any mistakes. The microphones are pretty impressive. Yeah, thanks.
0: We don't even want to talk about the situation today. Although, we are in a different venue again. We'll see how the sound comes out. We are in Twisted Cellar,
1: right? So, yes. So, by this point, I, most people probably know this all over my social media, but I am, I'm no longer working on the floor. There's a sommelier normally anymore, I'm now... Dun dun dun! I know, I have to come very slow, John. She can you come back and haunt me for my first podcast where I gave people shit for doing this. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I'm now officially the Director of Hydration for Twisted Cellar.
0: Oh, this, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Is <coughs> the, the, I'm, I'm the, the Director of Hydration. Yes, Director of I Hydration. I
1: need to get a card official, official. Are you actually, are you, you going to put
0: that on your... Official title. On your, your my business card? And
1: everything. Oh, my card's down everything. the corner of the corner.
0: Uh, does it say on your business card?
1: Well, they're business coasters, but yeah. Business it's coasters? Made out of cork, yeah. Oh, that's cool!
0: I need to take a photo of that. Mm. See, I'm thinking about asking my work if you know they can change my card to like wine goddess. At the moment, it says brand ambassador, but actually, Mm. I think wine goddess is a much fairer term. I think it describes me much better.
2: As long as it's small batch and sustainable and green, then you're fine. You like a small batch goddess? What you know? (laughs) One goddess, <laughs> and then all the buzzwords you could fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah well yeah.
0: I'm not sure how big well, how many buzzwords I can get on the card.
2: <laughs> are big cards. Vegan.
0: Can...
1: <laughs> you for vegan now as well. Vegan, yeah. Vegan. Natural. Yeah, vegan snowflake.
0: A vegan snowflake?
1: <laughs> yeah. But well, most of them are That sounds like a dessert. Oh my god, yeah. But it probably couldn't because it had the icing in it and then the a vegan can't have that. Oh, so but a vegan be... snowflake
0: could be a good name <laughs> for a cocktail. Yeah. Mmm, oh. that goes back to the unicorn time, so we need to stop. So anyway, so sorry, sorry, Um, di- uh, no, sorry, <clears throat> I'm going to be serious. Director of Hydration, tell us. <laughs> it's not meant
1: to be a very serious diet on this. <laughs>
0: no, I like it, it's original, go for it. So you're here,
1: Hang yeah, out. Yeah, so uh, we're a new wine shop that's opened in Bishop's Uh We're also going to be, well, wine merchant I should say, we will also be selling a bit B2B locally, we're also focusing quite heavily on gins, more unusual, more exciting, and the same with the wine. So. Yes, no LVMH, funnily enough, and no big names, it's all gonna be about what? working with small what? producers. How can you cook? Quality, um, <laughs> and you know, wines I'm proud of and I didn't get kicked back to put on my shelf.
0: And well, you're forgetting the most important thing, there is artificial grass in the back room. It's like a garden.
1: We we do have a, a garden of
0: Eden, but instead of apples, yeah, there have, is alcohol.
1: I'm the only shop that has to has to hoover its grass. <coughs>
0: You, I'm sorry, you hoover the we're artificial grass. we have to,
1: to hoover it, aren't we? Because it's going to get dirty. So we're going to have, to have to hoover the grass. I hate dirty grass. Yeah, know. no one's normal, dirty.
0: I don't think you really do. I mean, like, artificial grass is what people are putting in their back gardens. And they don't go around
1: hoovering their yeah, back garden. This is indoors?
0: Yeah, but people are walking around with short shoes that they would wear outdoors, which they would wear in their back garden. So I feel yeah, like it's the same would, thing.
1: You, would you clean the floor?
0: Depends how lazy I'm feeling.
1: Well, OK, well, then, it really doesn't. Do you clean your floor?
0: Does anyone clean their floor?
1: Most people clean their floor. Oh. You just look at your boyfriend with puppy eyes and hope he does it, don't you? He's
2: very good. And yeah, in I, fact I, he to I the I, eyes like uh, I don't uh, And
0: anyway, to be honest, he, he lays artificial grass. So there you go. So I'm I'm an expert. I'm an expert on artificial grass. We should
2: ask him how he keeps it clean inside.
1: could <laughs> be a system.
2: Inside, <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. I'll he get back smell. to you.
0: Maybe there
1: is a different system, a hoovering mean, system I mean, for inside. Ask him very yes. nicely because you know he's feeling a bit sore since last night. So.
0: Oh yes, my boyfriend is Colombian. No, it's okay. He he was a little bit upset. We had we, we, we had are a recording
1: few this literally the day after Colombia went out in penalties. And who
0: won? England. I'm Quite
2: excited. That was. A, I, uh, I went to see the game in um, in Bermondsey in a pub, where I just down the from London Bridge. And uh, yeah,
0: who were you supporting? Oh, England. Okay, just checking. Was, um, just
2: checking. You know, I'm I'm half Danish, so a big part of me was a bit gutted with the Croatia game the other day. But be that as it may, onwards and upwards. 100 percent behind England now, and uh, it was. It the atmosphere was incredible. I couldn't go two feet without someone starting to sing something. and
0: It's nice, just, that, that is there is something about yes. the country when your country wins, or you're living in a country,
1: that feels really good. It felt
2: like a war had ended, you know, and everyone was in the street celebrating and champagne was being opened. Was so, far, so far,
1: so far as well, cross fingers, touch wood, whatever, for England we've been quite well behaved, both abroad and at home, as in like, some years I've seen, and maybe it's just because other years i have not watched it in London most of the time, but, it's been a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more uh, intense, can we say? Mm-hmm. Like, on the bad side. This year, England and even the England on the pips seem to be playing a lot more fairly and well. A lot they would more have preserved. had have played
2: pretty rough to have been the rougher team last night. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I think we've actually seen more rugby tackles and England players in this World Cup yeah. than the last Rugby World Cup. No, it
0: was brilliant. Somebody posted on, on social media a picture of, you know, foosball, table football. Yeah, it was a and, nice and, and, yeah, yeah, and instead of the football players being stuck to the bar, they were all on the floor, yeah. curled
1: up, touching parts of their body in pain. It and he of... said,
0: this is, the, this is the perfect example of our World Cup so far. No, no,
1: the best one I've seen, um, I've seen the Eric Cantona advert wow for that with, so, with Neymar with yeah, so out. good so so on point they must have done this so quickly yeah. after it's just Eric Cantona coming on with with um, a small yellow pit of luggage he goes this is my luggage I call it Neymar not just because it's yellow because it does this he just takes it and twist it and it starts spinning around and around and <laughs> around and around and he kind of goes don't worry don't be wrong Neymar you're a great player also actor <laughs> <laughs> Eric Cantona coming I'm in I'd love to spend a day you. with
2: Cantona like what's what's he up to just just doing, just doing joke videos and probably drinking beer. I'd
1: rather, I'd rather spend a day with Bernard than Maradona. I don't think I'd survive <laughs> a day with Maradona. Yeah, maybe an hour. Yeah, I think I he had hard. to have, he literally had to have medical attention halfway through the match.
2: Well, you know, we all get our kicks in a different ways.
1: Yeah. So. I he probably was a big supporter of the Colombian team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there was a lot of acting last night, wasn't there, from the from the Columbian So
1: there was a lot of acting. There was a lot of, I mean, a lot of stagecraft, a lot of gardening work as well. we doing the. Uh, <laughs> Do you see that about those kicking? Yeah, I the saw earth. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well,
0: I'm just lucky that we won it, because I was ready to deport my beautiful Colombian. You know, we <laughs> won't be able to speak anymore. We won't be able to be together. So thankfully, thankfully, we won. Just. All is good. We woke up together today very happy and we've moved on. We can, we can, we can get through this.
2: It's good. We, you know, you, you become stronger.
1: We have become stronger. Yeah. We,
2: this, for, was, this, was, his, this was our, for, our
0: for testing his,
1: point. Through his adversity, you've become a stronger
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I always want it to be. Always <laughs> want it to be. Hmm. So anyway, I'll get back to you on the artificial grass. Anything else you want to let our listeners our many listeners that we have know about this wonderful twisted cellar of yours
1: um i guarantee you haven't seen a wine shop like it uh, we will put some pictures up later so i won't try and spoil it by me trying to describe it but you know if you're <laughs> in the area come and come and visit come have a look come try some wines there'll always be something open i guarantee there'll be much left but there will always be something open um what
0: yeah. are you focusing on in the wine front are you just having a little just you doing some only small production wine got a few are english over
1: just... there yeah you have, english wine? we have got quite a bit of english stuff ready. so we've got um we only have uh, four acres who are actually very local, so we're only making about two, two and a half thousand bottle production a year, um, and we're the only sellers of it in Bishop Stortford, even though they're the most local vineyard, and we're going to be we're one of the only few people who stock it in the country, which is really cool. Also working with uh, Albert Vineyard, who I've known for quite a long time.
0: Albert Vineyards? Yeah. Oh, really? That we drunk last, last episode?
2: Are you oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. no you, oh, okay, we're
0: yeah. talking English, not Albanian. ban rinds No, no, no. Yeah. So, okay. uh, I was
2: so going to so say. Darren Kent,
0: um, yeah.
1: and uh, that is, um, they focus mainly on white steel wires and do a sparkling as well. Mm-hmm. They do a fantastic white Pinot Noir. Yes, yes, white. okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, this comes from Reliance, right?
1: Yes,
2: yeah, 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 yeah I've yeah. had that. Okay, uh, so. I've, uh, I've actually been down one. there, and... Uh, Checked it out, and then and they some interesting to stuff. And, and drunk you've, all the more. you've actually quite a lot of English wine yourself. Well, no. Yeah, I've, I feel it, it was something that we started yeah. to do a little bit of and then it's kind of crept up slowly. And now it's kind of a staple whenever we uh, do a project. There always seems to be kind of some connection with with English wine in some form. It's
1: quite bad for import Canadians to support English wine. <laughs> I, just I
2: thought you <laughs> back, bro.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I just read, but again, I'm, I'm only telling you half the story um, because my phone doesn't work, um, but I read... That pinotage is now being planted in England. The first vineyard to plant pinotage. So, so we are adding more grape varieties. So we we will see how that gets What's on. I'm all, really wait, not wait, wait, sure. Wait, not wait, sure about so this. So we
1: one. went. We went. Hmm, all the grape varieties in the world. You could pick, and they like, put
0: pinotage. Let's go with pinotage. On I mean. So uh, no, no, but you know what? Let's see. Let's see. I'm not sure, and I need to find out more and discover. Um, but uh, we, we're trying new grape varieties. I'm still not convinced massively by Pinot Noir. Are you doing more. Are you doing just drinking a more. Touch, just a touch. So I I'm not. More, so oh god, look at you. I'm not drinking anymore. This as is
2: this is a, a joy to drink. I feel. Why, why aren't are you drinking any more? I
0: love that Janina. 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 Still, yeah. still following the, the trend. Can't can't say <laughs> my name. <laughs> Spell your name properly. What do you want from me? Speak to <laughs> my parents. Speak to <laughs> Poland. Speak to, Poland. <laughs> speak to Poland. Poland about that. That's how Poland does it. That's that's a whole other. Uh, I'm not
2: going to rip on. on I'm not, not,
1: not going to rip on the polls. I've got no issue there. There's... Anyway,
0: they've already got kicked out as well. Exactly. So, so. we just not... leave them to it. Um, I am not drinking because you guys, you and Crispin in the episode yeah. before, got me completely and utterly wasted. Just, uh, it was tough. It was. Yeah. It's no. It was tough. Touching. Like Are
2: occupational hazards? Like,
0: no. It was. It was. It, I felt. I felt. Like we were doing it like normal, <laughs> I thought that everything was a usual situation. But on hindsight, one, they were all above fifteen percent. That was bad. Two, Crispin brought Cinequan on, one of the cult wines of America, as an extra. Which, as an extra, which then opened up the bottle. So how could I say no? That's actually rude. That would be offensive to him, to myself, I think you made the right to call. to to the American wine industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, those American it, people. So I drank it, um, and it was which, delicious. And, it was, it was worth it, delicious. every second, uh, not the aftermath. <laughs> the heat, I feel you mentioned, we did, we did out it in, was outside in the, sunshine. In the sunshine, and I also didn't really have much lunch, which children, if you're listening, <laughs> when you drink irresponsibly, <laughs> You need to make sure you eat first, because
1: uh, you, tri- you can only drink irresponsibly if you eat responsibly. That's right, yes. Eat yes. respo-
0: okay, quote Eat responsibly, drink to, irresponsibly. To our
1: children, listeners out there yeah. Which I really hope there's not a lot. The
2: four photos are being printed as we speak. Yeah.
0: Listen, I'm not um, advocating drink responsibility. You know, it's not. That's not. No, I definitely don't advocate it, it because
1: it's... no, no one ever started a story with. Last night I went out for an orange juice. Crazy thing happened.
0: Crazy. Never, never
1: happened. Crazy. Never happened.
0: Crazy. Never happened. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I. Left you guys, and you
1: were like having a go at me, like,
0: "Why? Why aren't you staying? Drink some more. You're pathetic." We did. We did
1: also have to mention sure we did polish off every bottle. Was yeah.
0: this
2: what? So that was, I was, get that a, was a, nearly like four a, bottles. A frame of time. What? What? what, what, what? In we drank we drank an hour and a half,
1: we drank. I had a, an hour and a half. Two
2: beers before I had as well. But was okay, like, you're fine. You've got a resilience. The, this was this was towards the end of the day or towards the beginning? No, this it was, was like like the end of the day.
0: No, it wasn't. It was the end of the day. No, the day. Wait, um, what are your
1: days that's the end of your day? <laughs> Come on, Grandma. Um, well, it was
0: the end of the day by the time I got home and wanted to yeah. die.
1: So it was it was like afternoon, so we hit most of the sun part. We sat out in the sun, we did the podcast. Um, there was amazing stories, which meant somehow we drank more, I think, because of that. Uh, Crispin did, did bring, out, bring out the big guns of the story. He's that. a bit
0: ridiculous. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever done on wine? And, and you can wine. lie.
1: Oh, no, no. Oh, or I, can, I don't know, in, I'd say industry. His story was more industry.
0: In the industry, work at work, on alcohol,
1: <laughs> with somebody. I mean,
0: I, just, it's... it's, it's when you amazing. can legally I
2: mean, talk about. I'm trying to think back to Lost. So really. I, I, mean, yeah, I, I mean, when I was young and fancy free.
0: Yes, exactly. Because this uh, is when the stories really happen.
2: I mean, yeah, that's, you know, I was working in places and... I worked in one place for a long time specifically, and it was very much rows of you know Jaeger bombs on Friday night, and lots and lots of beers. And there I was in the middle of this you know four deep bar with heavy music and. Oh, the the days that we lots, got, I remember all that. Lots and lots of things used to go down. I mean, I think. Fucking one. I mean, what didn't happen? I mean, you know. Do you,
1: do you miss? Do you miss being able to yell at customers or ignore them if they're being rude? To be like honest, those are the good days. you no? do. not have to care about service.
2: It's great. <laughs> I do think there's a certain uh, refinement to being able to, you know, diplomatically work your way out of a situation, which is what we have to do now. But there's also that kind of, you know, primal instinct to uh, to attack. Yeah. When it's, when it's fought, God, I it, remember one once. Just, to, I mean, I had a very angry customer. And she kept, Complaining about the price of rosé, which I believe was an Ancora Pinot Blush, and I think it was fourteen fifty for the bottle.
0: Fourteen pound fifty. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She's complaining. I mean, about this that. wasn't. Chew,
0: that's crazy expensive. This, this, this How was, can anyone uh, afford that?
2: And she was. I remember she. I remember she, was, she, was, she was. very upset, and uh, so she kept complaining. And eventually, we were kind of, you know, busy Friday night, four deep at the bar. We we're, were locking locking heads, and she eventually said to me. I need, to, I need to see your manager. Do you want to see the manager? you want to see the manager? And I walked away and I walked back. And I said, I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, uh, she paid for a wine and
2: left. <laughs> I, remember but, I mean, it. you can't do
1: that now. I mean, it's just, <laughs> well, you it's can. You, just, you have been in a certain kind of place. But mm. of I do yeah. miss working. like I used to work in, like, um, at Wravedon Arms years ago. Mm-hmm. When that place got crazy, you'd end up... You had the restaurant side where they had plenty of staff. But the bar would be like two or three of you mad crazy. One of you just be doing spence. Mm-hmm. And it'd be two of you with a pub slash garden full of people. And you just get to a point where you just don't care anymore. Like you got ten mojitos on order from the restaurant. You At that point it's like, and people come back, like, can I get served? Yeah. Well when I feel like it. <laughs> and it's like, in those days you could just generally be quite rude. normally customers who are being rude, you weren't unnecessary. We always get a person who come up and they start tapping the money on the table. Yeah, but yeah. somehow they think that they turned up so they funny, deserve to get served. me now, I right?
2: always what we have now, we have this kind of like split where we have, you know, a lot of uh, guests are kind of you know in tune to this new system of we're just nice to each other and everything's fine and then you still have a certain cross-section of guests which are still used to that kind of rude service so they automatically go in thinking it's going to be a house of some experience um, so it's always very nice to see them smile when it's just fine, and it's not
1: I have, I have also found as I'm getting older I now actively avoid bars I have to stand up and get a drink oh like shit, I...
0: are you getting old? Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you know your, are your legs that? starting to hurt? Yeah.
2: there's a term for that, it's called vertical drinking yeah <laughs> I just, I Is just, just, that's an official I, term we use it when we when we do design work for our, for our venues it's it's will there be vertical drinking yes or no and then that, that affects what we put in in, in, John's,
0: in John's dream bar there will be no vertical drinking huh. there will just be cosy comfy couches and fireplaces
2: sounds good man i mean yeah pretty good uh, and a um, terrace in the sunshine we already know the so
1: and, and, a, <laughs> and a pool table so that's also quite important but okay. I just, I, I've got to point I just I don't mind planning actually have table service I don't want to have to keep I don't have to do the whole stand at the bar, wait for the drinks, take the drinks over, have the messiness. It's just, I just, I generally hate it now. I'm just going to like a good little boozer in, in the countryside where it's quiet and you can get served straight away. But I'd rather pay the extra money now to know I'm going to definitely get served rather than hunt around for a deal anymore. <laughs> Can't do it. even clubs. Now, I'm like, do you want to go clubbing? Not really. Why? Because I want to stand in queues. I've got to the
2: casino because I can sit down. Yeah. I, I'll, pay,
1: I'll, put, I'll put £100 down on, on a blackjack just so someone will keep bringing me stuff. <laughs> I'd, rather that, I'd rather live that life now. I don't even have the money to but I just can't, I can't deal with the hassle. Like, when, if you look, win, you do. Well, yeah. But have back to like, clubbing as well. Like, you, in clubbing, you're like, oh, when you go, it's great. When it's not really, you dance for about a third of the time. The other two thirds, you're lining up to go to the toilet or lining up for a drink.
0: Or lining up to puke.
1: I never did that. No. So, no. I'm pretty good at holding down my booze actually. Mm-hmm. I very few I've had very few chunders in my time from alcohol.
0: Chandas. Do you know what? I haven't heard that word in a while.
2: Chunder, Chunder. Chunder. that's Chunder. a good one. we say again? Boke. Boke.
0: Yeah. Is that like a short, like two words put together? Like
2: Boking. I think it's on the South
0: Coast. Huh. I've never heard of boaking, so boking.
2: Boking is a new it's one funny I, to you. Which
0: okay, so let me let's use this in con- so oh my god guys, I boked so much last night. I mean, is that, how, is
2: that... Uh, that's we, exactly how it sounds, yeah. Yeah? Uh, like,
0: Lindsay, I was smoking all night long. Like, something like that? Is yeah. that how you can, you can make it an adjective and a verb?
2: Lindsay had a tactical boat on the way back to the pub, would be a good sentence.
0: Oh, that was very good. Yes. I like that. Okay, Chanda. I still I still like the tactical Chanda.
1: The tactical chanda's is always a good term. Yeah, that is I, I used to have a couple of good friends who always did it. Like, at some point in the night, they would go off and you're like... Oh, I yeah, then know, they'd I can't. Then be but fine. You, and I'm like... Yeah, you're like... But then, so I'm, but, in my head, I'm also, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, but you've just wasted all that alcohol. Like, if you just go and throw it up, then what was the point in drinking it in the first place? I don't, that doesn't make... Con- because they may be coming it.
0: from the drinking side from a different sense. Perhaps it's not about the quality.
1: No no, 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 a- but if you do that, you, the whole ones they get sober so quickly because they get rid of half the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, so sure. you may as well have not, just not drunk it. Maybe, not maybe, it.
0: Okay, so maybe it is yeah, actually the opposite that they like the taste of it.
1: No, it's not. Because the sort of people I was going out drinking with them were not, they were not out drinking drinking for uh they weren't sampling the Sambuca
2: <laughs> they going... it,
0: does anybody sample Sambuca
2: they weren't they weren't they Is weren't
0: they must going... not they must be Sambuca, they weren't they Sambuca weren't Samblers, swelling Sambuca tasters
2: I I I think I think they all died in like 1999
1: <laughs> from, from, from <laughs>
0: drinking too much oh may they rest in peace shall we try the next wine yes shall so we do that there's a tiny little bit left that I need you to savor of your wonderful Cabernet Sauvignon um, I took advantage when I heard chili, yay, to bring one of my wines, Vigna Ventiscaro, again, plug that. Uh, guys, come and check it out.
2: S- sorry. Venti what?
0: Venti scaro. Oh, lovely. Vina venti Scarro. Have you tried any Viña venti Scarro? I have before, not, really? but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, okay.
1: So, is uh, Chilean for yanina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: why not? Venti Scarro <laughs> is, is, is it's supposed to kind <laughs> of mean glacier, but it's not even a Spanish word. It's, I don't know what they they claim it to be Spanish. It's called,
1: it's called marketing, well, and yes. it's called it has to sound kind of like that to someone.
0: Venti is is wind. Um, okay, so grey. This is um grey. GCM, Grenache Carignan uh, Mataro. So these are basically Mediterranean varieties um, that have come over to Chile. We're basically the only people making this blend and we make it in the Apalta. I talked about that last week, Palta is a delicious, amazing region, loads of sun, loads of fruit, great, great grapes, and this is just a lovely soft wine that doesn't take too much oak, so it's actually, it doesn't see any new oak at all, so it's just uh, chilled, you can have this at 14 degrees, it's fruity, it's spicy, it's just really easy drinking and perfect with a good old sausage or a little bit of charcuterie. And John is pulling a face, which just shows the maturity. Oh, you, oh, you like oh wait, 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 wait. You, you really, it, you really,
1: sausage, you really Chris, you emphasized sausage, though. It wasn't... Sausage. No, it's not, it's not the word. It's the way, you, it's the way where you, I where did you, it. The way you emphasized it. She, she, she had everything else normally, but she sausage, she leapt forward. It was like, sausage. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I think you just <laughs> imagined that because of your dirty brain. <laughs> no, anyway, no, cheers guys to imagine. the second wine. Cheers. And just dream of uh, eating a good sausage and have a little sip of it. It's just, you're too easy. <laughs> you are too easy. In your mind, is it more
2: like a like a bratwurst or is it more, you know, cumbered? Uh, I'm a Lieberwurst, it'd be a Libre verse. Oof. Definitely. Mm,
0: okay. I'm thinking like a Kabanus, I like, your, like a Polish you You literally go, like 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 oh. Very thin, skinny, but, but uh, crunchy, fatty Your
1: German's very good because you're looking at the look of, oh, a Libre verse. I know those. Lieberwurst oh, does actually just means love sausage.
0: <laughs> is that what it means? Yeah, verses. Well, I was talking about a breakfast or a cabana, so I'm
2: sticking on
0: that, yeah. Very, very, very different. So yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Fruity, spicy, soft, Like but again, this is too warm and I The would breakfast
2: or the wine? Sorry.
0: All, all, Food, it's really, I mean,
2: it's, it's really, uh, very, it's very different from uh, we've just said. It. It's very... Very uh, soft in yeah. comparison it's to it, the it's power. Okay. But I think almost having had that first like highlight that, those notes, mm. a, a bit a bit better.
0: Yeah, I mean, we should have done it the other way around, but I just wanted to crack on with you. No, your no, one. but I
2: think, that, I think uh, it actually is there's nothing I only think it's me, a good thing. There is yeah. nothing wrong with a little bit of roll reversal. Reverse tasting. Yeah.
0: There's nothing like roll reversal. Can you can you define that a little bit more, John?
1: Roll reversal. Uh, yeah, kids, ask your parents about that. Yeah. <laughs> is that where you're going to leave that subject? Yeah. So I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather that the one-child listener we had just goes up to his mum and his dad he goes, Mum, Dad. You ever tried Roman Versal? <laughs> I then just the dad rustles the paper and coughs, uh, and the mum goes, "How do you know about that?"
0: <laughs> and then he says, "Oh, uh, listen to this unfiltered podcast."
1: <laughs> no, no, I like that they they have been doing it, and then they just think they've been seen.
0: <laughs> I love how you're creating that in your head, like this whole scenario. It's and they're
1: probably eating sausages at the same time. They're eating a first at the time, yeah.
0: Why wouldn't you? Wouldn't and and hopefully <laughs> drinking this lovely Grenache Carignan yeah. Mataro. But anyway, what I love about this wine as well, no one's really doing, so the, the famous kind of GSM, Grenache Cira Mataro, or more trips, the We're same grape variety. Um, you know, style, they're, they're, it? they're, it's famous obviously from chateauneuf de pape so you know, the South of Rhone, that's obviously then got taken over to um, Australia, so it's become famous there. So we've done a little bit of a twist. Instead of GSM, it's a GCM, so it's something a little bit original. And John Deval himself, the god of uh, Penfold's Grange who um, makes some of our wines, he was the guy that kind of Created this little blend for us as mm. well. So he's our consultant on this wine, and and decided uh, what percentage and what grapes to go in. So we get what, to uh, what
2: is the percentage?
0: Percentage? Mm. How very official. I'll test you later. Uh, about 50% Grenache, cool. um, and then 25% Carignan, 25% Mataro. Um, and it's about comes from about four hectares, so not too much wine.
1: I think some would say, like compared to normal G, some GSM blends, it's definitely a very in a in a modern style. Like yes. Grenache has been done in that more acidic, fresh fruit style. Which you see a lot in Australia and um, a few other countries, and in Chile as well. But I'm this, in out. general,
0: is a lot fresher and fresher, and almost not lighter. The, the, it's still got a lot of body, but because there's no oak, it's just all about the fruit. That, this is a great summer wine if you still want to drink red wine, chill it down, and chilling down is okay. I you always guys want to can wine. chill down wine.
1: To yeah, I think it would be. be nice. Yeah. Sort of yeah, I think I think definitely you were saying that the year before we did this, you were a bit annoyed it was a bit. It was so, weird, yeah, a bit and it's not colder. warm. It's
0: actually it's yeah. perfectly fine. But you prefer um, it. But I would like less. it about forty degrees. Don't ever people. be
1: scared to put your chilly wines, a little, red wines, a little bit. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit, of a couple of degrees off. You may find wines it takes away a little bit of that alcohol level. As mm. so long as it's not a big tannic wine, don't be scared to because you might. Just Soften the alcohol a little bit and make them actually a bit more easy to drink, especially on the hot days we have at the moment, but even in winter as well.
0: Yeah, but I always find when I'm having doing master classes or talking to the public, the one thing that they're really actually shocked about is when I say white wine can actually go up to about fourteen degrees. You yeah. know, your heavy Chardonnays, your burgundies, have them at fourteen degrees. Your your game, your, yeah, your, yeah. your 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 favourite, your favourite Beaujolais. You love them, don't you, John? <laughs>
1: Right, there is also. I feel like people do this for <laughs> purpose. I, I make it quite publicly known that. And I, I'm not oh, saying. you don't,
0: you don't, you don't like Beaujolais. I'm not
1: saying that Beaujolais. I'm not saying that there are. <laughs> th- I am people like Beaujolais.
0: Look, you're trying to be. Tra- you're you trying to be tactful. I understand, like understand that too. You it it is I it, it's it's just,
1: a proven fact. It's just a boring bugger ass wine. Look, I the same way. The same way I feel about um, Beaujolais, probably the same way Chris feels about Apertinis. Yes, they exist, and yes, people like them. But it doesn't mean I have to agree with it all.
2: I think that's quite a damning comparison, <laughs> socially. But yes, yes. Yeah, me, a me, me and Chris <laughs> feel like the feel locally a, has more to offer than an apple martini. Do you apple really? Tini. Do you really
0: apple? Tini. Yeah, apple you tini. Say, yeah, tini. say that but apple? But apple tini, martini sometimes, martini sometimes you suck at apple. Tini. I'm
2: going to finish this podcast really wanting an La apple. Tini. Tini. Well, no, I said I'm
0: sure there's a good bar up the road. That's
2: that's really that's exception. Sponsored.
0: Just just to spite you, he's <laughs> going uh, to drink ten apple apple-tinis and send you a picture of the afternoon. There are
1: points I keep getting. I keep getting about. All the invites I've had over the last few months, I've had by far more invites to Beaujolais lunches, masterclasses. I think it's because we're letting Europe, people know. I, feel like I think it's purpose. a joke. Uh, I mind? would,
0: if I worked for a Beaujolais company, I would totally send you samples. It would be the help.
1: ultimate win. It's brilliant. I do. I do sell, I do even sell Beaujolais. So
0: anyway, we good for you. We just going back to Beaujolais Pinot Noir, the lighter wines, wines of without. Oh, <laughs> They can be at 14, and then they're heavy, heavy reds, you know, you do at Yeah, 18, I
1: mean, and I think, so. I think a lot of times, again, bigger, richer whites as well. I do really recommend. I'd, I wouldn't put them in an ice bucket. I'd only have them chilled out the fridge, and then let them warm up through the meal and see how it evolves. And I mean, you do have to play around a little bit that. You know, with your wines, you have to risk it a little bit. But at the end of the day, if you start tasting wine, oh, God, it's tasting... If you don't pour loads in your glass, and you want to see how the temperature changes, they go, oh, okay, so the wine's getting a little bit too cold, a little bit too warm... You know, if it's a wine drink, you test it out and play around with it. I think it's quite important. Seeing
0: people think wine is boring.
1: Yeah, I know. Look at all this
0: fun <laughs> we can have with temperature. I know, right? Rains you can have, you could have like an ice bucket and then you could like hold the glass in your hand to warm it up. You know, you could just play around constantly. Put it back in the ice, put it back in the glass. But breathe you don't. Breathe, right? breathe
1: on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can then take that ice and put it down the back of someone's shirt and then watch them do the whole. Is that. there a
2: technical term for that? Um,
1: I'll come up with one by the end of this
2: podcast. Fantastic. Good.
0: Iceback screaming.
2: Ice mm. Iceback, oddly.
1: Iceback isn't that the title of your website?
2: <laughs> IBS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! Now that just—it went from almost. Being Damn! Kind that, can, that can actually like that be a the title bit yuck. of the. Uh,
1: I've got to really work. Like, this is be hard. We'll do a title for. There's too many good ones already so far. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you'll figure it out, or we can just have the longest title ever.
1: You know. Yeah, just just several titles. Um... <laughs>
0: So, yeah. yeah, so moving on. Actually, I was going to say, um, I just did a little bit of research today, see what's what's in the news, and there is a new wine bar opening up, and I thought you, John, would really really like it because you're kind of uh, into supporting us ladies and I'm, changes in the industry. I'm equality
1: and all. all, all exactly, all, you know. exactly.
0: And I still feel that there. I personally, on a sommelier front. Um, don't think there are enough women in the industry. No. Do you know, when I was a sommelier um, at Beast Restaurant, I'll always remember, and it was only a few years ago, um, and somebody asked for the sommelier, and I went up to them. They were a bunch of youngish lads, maybe late 20s, early 30s, and they said, oh, no, we asked for the sommelier. And I said, mm. yeah, I am. You know, you, know, you know the ending of this, yeah. Um, yeah, I am a sommelier. Oh, but, but you're a girl. Mm-hmm. I was the last time I checked. Now, do you want some wine advice or do you want to get a hell? You should
1: say she goes, for the last two years, that's true. And <laughs> I just, <you> know, <laughs>
2: only just. Right. Thanks, I've the been operation. trying really <laughs> I
1: remember. I remember a really horrible one. I was at SoShinty <laughs> House, and um, my old assistant who's worked with me there, Valentina, she's now back in Italy, um, she, she had some really rude customers. Um, and we used to have a running joke there, which was some of the starters, which is, John, go get your wine dick out. So we have people trying to be arsy about wine. Go get your wine
0: dick out. Yeah,
1: put your wine dick on the table. So the idea of just going... Like this, yes, but with wine knowledge. Slap. Yeah. Bang. So these guys were what a lovely man. experience. But these guys literally turn around to her, and I don't had nothing it had nothing to do with her position, it's because of her gender. They just turn around to her and were like, Oh no, we want to speak to the head similar. When she when they asked her and she said she was the assistant head me they'd done this after they'd already been rude to her, then used that as an excuse to not talk to her. So then I kind of went in and I was Politely rude, if you know that. kind and of And you slapped the
0: wine dick on the table. Yeah, right? so I, yeah, I, kind, of, cool, I yeah. kind
2: of, I kind kill of killed them with knowledge. I
1: you kind, kind of, their head, I kind of basically,
0: like a sword. Made
1: the main guy look a bit. A wine, a wine dick whip. Yeah. Just, just, just big wine cock slap in the face. talking about Malbec. i talking about Malbec. And then basically I sort of pushed them around and forced him to buy a hundred and fifty pound bottle of Burgundy, but I made the guy basically look really, really stupid because. But you know, it's one of the things I don't ever. You shouldn't ever go in to make a customer look stupid, but when they're going to be rude to your staff like that, short of telling them to leave the restaurant, which you don't really want to ever have to do that. But it's just, it's just really horrible that people you still, get, it's, you still get men who have this assumption that, oh, because this person is a woman, she won't know about this, or I want to deal with a man, or they will treat women differently. And it also goes the other way, which is also, you see it a lot in the industry, or Instagram and things like this, it does go the other way, where women will also get more attention. So also, actually, for example, Valentina. Oh, and I
0: bet you're you're upset about that because you want the attention.
1: All, all, all of the attention, please. I need it all. Um, <laughs> the running joke. Keep saying I'm actually a sixteen-year-old girl inside. This is who I am. Well, you're a sixteen-year-old um, girl trapped in a. That's why I'm excited about talking about unicorns earlier. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can we talk about unicorns <laughs> the whole, whole, whole episode? Um, but no, it's, it's one of the things. But it does want to go the other way. But it, it can also go the other way. Where it goes. It can also go. They can get more attention, or people want to. even that can then also be patronising because they'll... at what then we want to talk to the girl? Or they'll have to go around the table all the time. But then, when they want to sort me out, they'll then push her aside and then want to speak mm-hmm. to a man. And I've had it even with like my old restaurant manager, Sarah. She was she was female. A lot of people would then go, even went to me, go, "Oh, you must be the manager over her, just because a male." It's really it's a really shit way of thinking and doing things. It's no, a very, sure.
2: it's, I mean, it's a very uh, you know uh, archaic approach. And I think, I mean, I I can only speak from the perspective of uh, of of not so much familiar, but um, of. Uh, op, opera, operator and, and even I was actually in Singapore Cocktail Week about a month ago and it was a very hot topic it was three or four talks you know all very well put together particularly one from the Monkey Shoulder guys which was a kind of Q&A about what we can do to prevent situations like that how we can help support team members and allow them to grow and thrive uh, specifically um, uh, female team members that have had situations like that which is you know given yeah. a nice experience and it was you know it's something that I think we're going to see more and more of, and I think it's primarily it's it's, it's a positive thing to you know look at this as something that we can be better at. Mm.
0: Well, this this what I, I'm fully in support. There is a new a wine bar that's opening in July in Covent Garden called Lady of the Grape. Um, it, the, the owner is um, she used to run the grocery wine vault shop in Shoreditch. So she's now moved on to this. This is gonna open up, I think, middle of July. There's gonna be about 80 SKUs, and all of the wines are gonna be made by female winemakers, just simply to to, to, to to put a focus on the fact that there are loads of winemakers that are female in the industry, because it is still no matter what people think everyone just thinks a winemaker and they picture a man yeah. I, I personally think
1: that well, it's always, even so like, I like this even, I used to always make the running joke is uh, oh well the winemaker always sends his attractive daughter to come sell the wine which <laughs> I used to make that joke because it happens especially from France it happens like it's always the son who seems in... to be the son who seems to be working in a vineyard which I think it always comes back to old like traditions, farmers and something. the son seems to be working in the vineyard half the time and the daughter always seems to be one who goes across but that has changed a lot there is a lot of phenomenally good winemaking. Mean, if you look at Leroy, obviously, like, talking even once we've been around for years, she was the winemaker for Romney Conti, so, mm, um, mm. Uh, for years, and she has her own. She's one of the grandmothers of biodynamic winemaking, and, you know, her, her wine sell for top, 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 top dollar. Um, but I think that, from the other side as well, I, hopefully that focus of doing more, talking about ladies in wine, will put more women because when I came into the industry as a sommelier, there was kind of an influx at that time of female sommeliers. But what I've seen in the last five years, with a lot of the issues the industry has, with the poor pay, the hours, the sort of aggressive behaviour that hasn't really changed at all, but no matter what people tell you, it really hasn't. Um, I've seen most of those women, most of those women have now left the industry because they've become wine reps themselves, or they've moved to other areas of wine. They're still working in wine, mm. but none of them they don't want to get in the competition so much because there's too much dick measuring. They don't want to, They don't like. They don't like a lot of the qualifications because again, there seems to be kind of a boys' club attitude, or at least yeah. it feels like that. Um, And then we compare it to the bar scene where there is a massive influx of female bartenders. Mm. And if anything, they get a lot of very pro publicity because the industry wants. And there isn't a a blowback from the guys. No, of course not. I mean, I think. Um, But there's not a big blowback from the male side of the bar industry. While I feel there is still a lot of. The fact of the matter is, in the sommelier side of it, there is, there is still this big split in the sommelier world there is a lot of very old school male sommeliers. I'm not saying they are, I'm not saying all the old guys who work in the industry are because a lot of the old guys who are very modern have really helped push it. Um, you know, a lot of people like Zav and Ronan and stuff like that, who they, they're super pro females and have really helped support a lot of females to come up through it. And a lot of people in the court have with people, a lot of female MSs come through that and stuff like that. But I think the issue is, is there is a lot of people who work in the trade, who are still working in restaurants, who do still be a bit negative towards it. What well, if you look yeah. at The bar scene, where I think it's a lot more pro. Than yeah. What I've seen. I mean, I don't know what, what you could probably tell me inside.
0: The bar scene has made things far more fun. And I mean, come yeah, on, but the there, craft beer, these cool funky cocktails. It's remember the presentation, how you shake things. It's full of colour. It's 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 a style. It's a lifestyle. But there Whereas are is still very, there are mm.
1: there are still no. But even in the bar scene, again, I, I spend a lot of my time with bartenders as well. There is still a split, and you're seeing now more and more people who are what I would say proper bartenders, which is I'm here to do a service and do the whole full Monty, which I would say one of things I've uh, known Chris is to have is like, I've seen Chris on where it's meant to be leaving due, the closing down due for his place, he's ten drinks in, and yet when someone's being rowdy or this, you automatically turn into top bar manager, you escort them, you lead them, you look after them, and you're always constant professional. But there is also a lot of people in the bar industry now who they only A want to shake cocktails don't seven, they don't, want to serve yeah, they don't is, a
2: glass we, of wine. This is something that has come up before we I, I call it doing the time. And I think in order to to be in a position where you can automatically uh, fall into any role that you need to to assume um whatever the situation with a guest, you have to have just like empirically, you know, gotten to that point. So you need the experience. You need to have worked in a club, a dive bar, a hotel bar. Uh, you know a, a, a restaurant dispense bar and once you have all these e- other little elements together mm-hmm. you kind of you know you fuse this into great service so we see a lot of people now because of the rise of you know as you say the, the fun cocktail scene it's the
0: fun they just they're doing it for well, this is cool rather yeah. than they just fa- rather be, than yeah. the, this fascination of the technical de- you know I suppose this is why we are the three of us are in the industry we are because deep down it's fascinating how yeah. every single liquid. We make jokes about drinking too much and being silly, but every single liquid tastes so different from wine to wine, Sweet. from vintage to vintage, or every beer can depending on w- w- you know whether it's uh, an ale, a pale ale, a red ale, or this or whatever and, and how they've made it. And I just learnt the other day that you know if it's from the the west coast or the east coast of America, they use different uh, you, you know that give it like uh, one side's more pine needles. I don't know. I am not yeah, beer yes, smelly. Yeah, uh, uh,
2: the west coast. Yeah, yeah, nice. something
0: like that. That's brilliant. That's fascinating that's something you know maybe in the next He's few years customer. i'll get into but it just there is so there are so many different points yeah. from every single but beer from every but single spirit from every single
2: what, what i always one. try to, to to drill into people is that there is all of that and you can discover that you can continue discovering mm. that i mean we're trying you know i'm trying to new ones today which is awesome but it's um i think you need to have gotten to a point where you know, you you are, you know, the Swiss army knife that you need to be during service you've got, you've got in take order to enjoy yeah. those, uh, those kind of reaping the, 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 the finer side of things, right? But
0: you have to, yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? Going into the industry, loving it, but taking it seriously rather than only being in the industry because yeah. it seems fun and it seems cool, which I think probably a lot of the other guys do. I think it's
2: easier because, I mean, I remember even 10 years ago, guys, right? I mean, obviously the wine trade, again, slightly, slightly different, but even 10 years ago there was, you know, maybe a fifth less given um, uh, the amount of cocktail bars that there are now. So yeah. suddenly you mm-hmm. have this influx and this trend of drinking over the last couple of years and, well, four or five years and it means that we have a lot of younger bartenders who are looking at it as a career but they are also very eager to, to I'm going to focus on the liquid and shake rather than necess- then kind of, you know, ease into it through, you know, um, having as I say, done the time. So uh, it's an interesting time. I mean, we're producing some, I think, great talents, but also I do think there's gaps in people's knowledge.
1: I think, well, one of the things, scariest thing that happened when I came to London, like even when I went to a place at the Ritz, was seeing weird gaps in people's knowledge, mm. where some people have gone straight into fine dining, and they've only ever done fine dining. So it's a like, commie, they moved up, they may have only worked in one restaurant or two restaurants for their entire life, um, and they move up quite quickly sometimes still, but then I've seen restaur- assistant restaurant managers not make, a lime and soda the way we'd make it here in the UK. And this was a guy who's been working at a place for eight years. And he went and made the lime and soda with freshly squeezed lime and this. no, 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 they would lime cordial soda, like they should know the standard. Mm. Um, and I've said to a lot of people, like, I think every waiter should have worked in like um, a bistro or yeah. uh, a high volume, um, the dead term of gastropub that they still exist, but like a high, value, high volume gastropub or somewhere, or, like, I think the same for bartenders. And I've also done the bartending side, I've been four deeper, but until you've been the pressure you've got like 40 people screaming at you for a drink, you can't handle that pressure until you've done it. Mm. And then if you find yourself in a fine dining industry, and I've seen, again, I've seen managers who've only ever done fine dining all their life, suddenly then they're two staffed down, the place is super packed, they have to serve these people, but they don't have the staff, and it starts to get a bit messy. That's when they break, because they're not used to being in a situation where you're just in the shit. And... If you've been in that situation and you've worked in super busy restaurants or dive bars or popular places or really super busy places, you kinda of have that, oh, okay, so I'm in the ship, but I know what I have to do is keep waiting and waiting and waiting until I eventually can breathe again. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen other people just crack. And it's yeah, I do is, think that does I feel that from for myself personally, because I've done a very wide breadth of places I've worked at styles. I also think it's really good to not just have worked in one part. Like, I've done bar, restaurant and sommelier focused in different ways. And I've worked both for very big companies, very prestigious companies, but I've also worked for small independents. Um, and I've worked with, you know, everything from good quality food to... a sort off a bloody golf club washing pots. But I also feel that all those have benefited me because, A, I've never turned around to anyone. I've had to clean toilets. I've had to do all of that in my career. Even as a manager, I've had to do it.
2: I used to always make sure I clean the toilet. Yeah, you so sort of clean the toilet. But when I turn
1: I around, you want to glorify me. toilet cleaning when you work yeah. in a restaurant. But there's a lot. <laughs> you, you, you have waiters and bartenders. Too, but <laughs> you have waiters, bartenders, managers who feel like I've had managers that I don't want to take food. That's this fucking tough shit. We need you to take food. If you're in a restaurant, your job is every job you have to do. If
2: you wanted to be, you know, um, a kind of glamorous, you know. Some person that doesn't get their hands dirty, then you chose the wrong industry and you pick this one, mate. So yeah. Grab a plate and fuck up. Okay.
1: But that's that's take a... spray, <laughs> get oh, in that toilet, <laughs> clean up
0: the puke. yeah. <laughs> c- c- clean up the boat. Clean up the boat. <laughs> <up the> bo- <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but I also feel Hashtag.
0: that I also feel that
1: um but also the other side I get worried about, which is while I don't I know a lot t- talk about mental health and that's a very big issue and drinking and all this overdoing it. For the moment, there's a lot of precious industry where it's getting strangled too much, and it's losing the fun side of that. Mm. For me, like the drinking partying side's always been kind of within a boundary, which is you do it to a point, but you're always able to come into work for the next day. You're always able to show up. And I've had staff literally having to run off and go throw up in the toilet, but they've still done service. Like they're running off and throwing up two times in this shift. I've i I've done that. I did <laughs> an interview once. Yeah, <laughs> but that's. Smoking happens. But me, happens. It, it is it's a weirdly it is, bugs. it is everyone a weirdly bugs. in control thing where. You generally have people around you who are monitoring you and kind of stop you from going too far, but I feel like the industry is losing that now as well. You, I see people not partying with the staff so much, it's more of a case of, oh, we work, then we all go off our own ways, which it never used to be, which is somewhere before I stopped working in restaurants. More and more, the staff I was working with weren't drinking with each other or going out with each other, it was more of a, as soon as they finish their shift, they just want to get out of there and leave and go somewhere else. Mm. And that to me is really sad. I've made most of my best friends in this industry.
0: Mm. Imagine without that you'd have no friends. I
1: literally would have no friends. It's only because people have been paid and forced to hang around me for multiple hours at a time. They eventually become accustomed to me. Well,
0: we haven't been forced and that's the nice thing. Cheers to the third wine I you're, just you're, bought.
2: You're drinking though. Are that's you it. not getting paid? Cheers.
0: He should be paying
2: me, right?
0: <laughs> Tell us, this is your wine that is not Chilean because you ruined... Yeah, I screwed up. You screwed... But I like that you picked Grenache, so it's kind of... Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I looked at... ...this a, Grenache I, to the other Grenache that I...
1: Thanks to um, Tom Grundy letting me know. I'm going to keep posting it up. Um, Come on, Tom. Yeah. Tom God, is God such a letdown. Him and all his reason priced cocaine. Um, <laughs> call back to the first episode, you didn't see it. But, um, <laughs> so this is the um, She's Electric uh, Old Single Vineyard, Grenache. Um, so this is coming from Australia. Um, it's a, as it says, it's an old vine, single um, single vineyard, uh, Grenache. It's called cool Seeds Electric, it's got a really cool story actually. Basically there was um, electric cables running over the vineyard. Mm. Um, and then I can't remember if it was a storm or a reason, but anyway, one of the electric cables fell down. And it basically set fire to most of the vineyards. They lost most of the old vine. That is tragic. Um, but what they did keep was amazing. And so um, they replanted after that, and since then they've kept the name She's Electric. So it's one of these that makes it a bit more rare and right? a bit harder to get
0: Beautiful label. Really like um, it. I'll I like like will obviously have the picture am. of these wines. And there's obviously not that many wines made because this is bottle number 179. Yeah,
1: it's quite very, very small production. I'm
0: assuming you don't know quite how many bottles are made, but the point is...
1: I, I don't have my head up from it before. It's um, only going to be a few thousand, I imagine, is, if
0: they are... Yeah.
1: Um, of of what Down producer sorry, the the producer is Fistledown. Um it's actually uh, Giles Cook who's a master of wine. He's the one of the main guys behind it. I think there's a mm-hmm. couple. Of, I can't remember the names of the guys behind it, but I think there's a couple of us who are at the more. He um, but he's over here a lot. He's also one of the part of the Alliance wine. But um, it's really fantastic. And I think it's a really good example of the modern Australian wines that are coming out, which they are these uh, especially the Grenaches where they are fruity, juicier, almost pinot noir-esque.
0: This hasn't seen any new oak either. This is really... Whereas mine was a blend, so of course you have, you know, the more earthy, more vetro, and Carignan gives a little bit darker fruit and some... More acidity, but this is just lovely pure grenache, strawberry fruit, really soft, yeah. really round, really, really full. Light. Very the colour, yeah. If it, you know, if you just looked at it straight away, you'd I say they, uh, your no. favourite. You'd be like, oh, Game, wouldn't you? You just no, John, I John's favourite
1: because because it doesn't taste. Sorry, <laughs> <a disappointing. laughs> it. doesn't taste. the
0: of disappointment and clowns' tears. Yes,
1: huh. no, huh. I like clowns' huh. tears. Tokyo. I'm awful clowns' tears.
0: Okay, but just the, just sheer disappointment.
1: But they just yeah, because no, when you. The difference is when you smell a you're like oh, perfume, notes, character. Then you taste it and go, oh, nothing. It's disappointing just when you put something light. in your mouth
0: and you expect so much more.
1: Yeah, no, I want, I want a full-bodied flavour. you want mouth. something really if big. I put in something something mouth, mouth, it in my mouth. want <laughs> really big. You want to feel
0: it. You want to know it. You want to know it's there. I want
1: it to barely fit in, like leave it worse. I generally want it to barely you fit, nice fit big in. Are you Are you yeah.
0: suggesting you almost want like jaw ache afterwards? You just think, oh, so you can remember it. I want. I want to time. still be
1: feeling it the next day. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. I want to still be. I think that's
0: important. It's important. That's what we want from our,
1: <coughs> yeah. from our wine. Yeah. <laughs> just just, take a to I want to make sure I'm really feeling. I want to be so, almost like I want the back of my throat to be sore.
0: Yeah, 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 for yeah.
1: sure. Have a, well, that's our first episode, long and full in the mouth. Yeah, you exactly. want Sounds that, nice.
0: but I would actually just say, just in case we're confusing anyone, this Grenache is delicious, but it doesn't make you sore in the back of your mouth. Just so you know, it's just tasty Well, let's try and deep and throat fresh. the bottle.
1: That might, that might.
0: Deep do. throat the bottle. Do you, do you
1: want to deep throat? No, bottle? I can't deep throat. I, I can't. I, have you tried? This is, have you this, tried? Have
0: you taken a banana this, this and seen how far? No,
1: no. I've, I, I've, I've what had What have it. I missed in these other podcasts? I'm gonna have to go back. I've, I've <laughs> had <to>, a <laughs> <it's quite, laughs> few, the few men in their lives who've ever tried to hit on me because you know they've.
0: So hang on. The men hit on you, and then you. At that point, I'm missing something. You've just I have to explain to him.
1: I have to explain to him. I would. I can't deep throat. No, no. I'd make a terrible gay person. It's like I can't, I can't deep throat. And they're like like number one that's piece of crap. You think you think it's pretty, that's really I'm, I'm assuming too? it's
0: pretty important. Why are you assuming that's important? There's been scientific uh, evidence that deep voting is not actually essential that At the end of the day, the sensitivity is not No the no, front. but like I'm not, not right down. I don't the I don't even I think, think it, if don't anyone's
2: don't... listening to this and has a has a has, you know, wants to wants to let us know your thoughts. You Um yeah. John, You've can contact
0: us <laughs>
2: at Johnny Cleman
1: on Twitter and uh <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Um, but, I, I even, but I don't even I don't think I've even half throat like I, I gang if I brush my teeth. So when I brush, yeah. <laughs> is i it. Is half throat a thing? Yeah. That's not a thing. Is that a thing?
0: Well do we have yeah, a a do you have a banana in your bag now that we can we can try? I mean maybe people would like to see you, a picture of you. With a no, of I'm actually, like, when I, when I, when I brush in.
1: my teeth, I I, I normally end up gagging. So, like, I literally am that crap. When you brush your teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, when I want to go to the Where back you? teeth. I'm like,
0: oh, oh yeah. when you're trying to brush the I'm back of teeth? I'm that sensitive,
1: tongue. I'm that sensitive, yeah. So, like, I generally don't think I'd I'd be terrible at it. I just assume that.
0: But, I, I mean, you're there. assuming, so you've never actually got any. You no, I've got no actual
1: evidence. There's no There's no. one to go back and just go, I can tell you this. Unless I was asleep and no one told me about it. Which, again, I don't even think I could take credit. for. a couple that happened. Which, again, I can't take credit for. I wasn't. Don't take credit for that. At that um, point, you were generally just basically a
2: flashlight, aren't you, you must be. Yeah, in so many words. Yeah. A vessel.
1: <laughs> a, vessel. <laughs>
2: a vessel to be filled, John. I think
0: that's just John in general. Oh. Uh, I mean, there you go. wine in your vessel. Just I wine. should definitely
1: put that in my description on my social media, a vessel to be filled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, every day is a school day, and John is learning so much about himself, how to describe himself. Anatomy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And and our listeners are learning that John can't even half-throat, which is is really disappointing. Chris, can you Um, you half-throat?
2: You know what? I think if I could, uh, I could. Uh,
0: I'm sure you could have. You look like the. Kind, I'm just going <laughs> to let our listeners know. Chris <laughs> looks like a man that can at least half throw. To be fair, though,
2: he has he has to call the long hair as well. You can hold on to. So oh yes, as
0: well for all you ladies who like the surfer kind of type. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Chris here. Who's uh, how tall are you? Uh,
2: I'm six one.
0: Yeah, six one, which probably translates to one hundred and eighty.
1: Are you really assuming we're going international with our podcast?
0: No, because, you know, Londoners these days, you know, we're mu- we, we are multicultural. No,
1: everyone does, does height.
0: Oh, whatever. You can use Google. He's six foot one. Done. Great. Put me down. Yes. Anyway, so we have this charming six foot one Canadian having lived in, in London for... T- um, 11 years. He, is, he's multi-continental. Technically yeah,
2: technically I'm British.
0: He's a little bit Danish, which makes him even more interesting. And he has long blonde hair, which is currently is tied like, up in a bun
2: He's basically,
1: he's chilled exotic with a surfer look. Chilled, the
2: British I spit that in my... Uh, yeah, also. A Little
0: vibe. bit of facial hair and a very sexy tattoo with, with like tree branches and roots wait, and little birds and off like are you now
1: pimping the... our like, guests?
2: I, like I love
0: trees it! I is
1: this your new figure now pimping our guests? Oh my god,
0: actually, that could be another... That could be something we could have. a side business? A side business. Um, are you single, Chris? Nope
1: no.
0: Oh, and ladies, it is over. Shattered dreams. Women are crying all over the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> they thought that they well, were... Well, I'll
1: your description maybe a few men as well. And then, and then... sorry guys. I'm sorry, everyone. I this think half I, throat's gonna I,
2: stay with me for the. I this think idea. you should make
0: a real public announcement. I think you need to be very serious and very sincere and apologise to all those beautiful women that you have literally <laughs> just <laughs> let down.
2: Guys, I'm so sorry, but you can, you can feel better by drinking a bottle of Manso de Velasco. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty tasty stuff.
1: I, I'd like to comment. He technically hasn't let them down because he hasn't dated them.
0: Okay, well they haven't met
1: him, fine.
2: I wouldn't okay. let them down, Charlie. I wouldn't do that, Let would do that to them.
0: If he was going to date them, he would give them the full do terms. You, uh, do
2: you know why he has this long hair?
0: Why? Because you can't be asked to cut it?
2: The, the, kind of now, there was a, so when we when we opened up our first bar, we needed um, to try and figure out how we could get fresh money.
1: Fresh yeah, money. Yeah, so we
2: used up all of our money you want the You would not dirty money, you went fresh money. Fresh money, new money that we weren't getting from trading, just some kind of cash flow. So. I got in touch with a wig maker who offered uh, me quite a handsome price for for my hair. Wow. So I was about to sell it. You've literally sold yourself for your bar. you
0: sold your soul.
2: It's something that I could, you know, create like a, think of me like a farmer, John. And then sell. As <laughs> if you're the land. <laughs> And um, Would you make Joe the farmer? No, that's weird. (laughs) Don't say that. And uh, anyway, we actually got some sponsorship from a bourbon bourbon company who ended up uh, giving us some money towards new sound systems. So I didn't need to sell it. So I thought, I'll keep growing it. And then when I do need to sell it, then uh, it'll be nice and long and ready to sell.
0: What an interesting story. So you know how it cut since. However,
2: I haven't cut it since. But I am actually gonna. I think this year donate it to um cancer patients. Donate. Do you're
0: such a nice guy. So it was all for making money, and now you're giving it away. What do
1: you say
2: you're yeah. gonna donate your hair to cancer patients?
1: Are you gonna have your hair cut off for money, or are you gonna literally cut your hair off and then start? No, you're going to. These, they,
2: they do these like cuts around, and then they take the hair and then make okay, so wigs for kids. Okay, so that's me.
0: Wigs for kids. Cheers, guys. Wigs for kids. So, I've moved us on, because I mean, we're getting on now, and people are probably getting bored and want to switch off, Um, to (laughs) our last, to a little, we're (laughs) having a great time, this is the problem, we are, but are there, Um, Pisco, you brought just something, just because, uh, so just just tell us what we're we're
2: having, a little bit, I'm uh, the, you know, UK ambassador for Torres Spirits, so we do nothing with the wine, although I love working for a company that does produce spirits and wine, I think it's a wonderful Mm -hmm. marriage, especially because everything we do, we do with grapes, so there's a kind of... Uh, I think kind of rudimentary, a um, um, you know, land focus to, to, to all the liquids that we produce. So I've been working with um, the pisco that we make in Chile for quite some time, for about four years.
0: And I love a pisco. I would
2: it's wonderful, kill
0: for a good pisco sour.
2: So um, we, you know, we, if we can go across the store and we can get a few things, we can make one after. But this um, <laughs> is yeah. pisco el gobernador. So Oh, I, I did notice it looks very unused so maybe we should figure it out. Fresh pizza, let's christen the shaker. So this is uh, a pisco that we've been producing since the kind of end of 2008-2009. Um, about 80% of what we make stays in Chile, um, where they love pisco, uh, more so than anyone else. And um, we are now uh, all across Europe, all across the world, we were launching in um in Who do you in sell Singapore, it for? Uh, here we work with Cask, but Torres do own um and work uh, very closely with Fells. Okay.
0: it's so, really uh, do you know it's it's floral, but it's really spicy
2: as well. Yeah, so I don't um, have a picture really, of the shelf. yet. No, no, yeah, well, you know it's I'm really going to here. Oh, it's uh, yeah, so um, essentially and it's and also it's... lemon
0: peel. There's a, there's a lot. Absolutely, going so I'll tell
2: you a little bit about where we are. So we're in the Valley of Limari it's the of of which is just kind of as, as north as you really want to go to produce. So, you have, some of the big boys have uh, vineyards there as well. Um, so they have like um, Conce Toro, Tabelli, mm. um, and uh, we just make uh, the grapes for our, our Pisco there. And it's um, it's a very simple blend of 50% um, um, uh, Muscatel Rosada and 50% de Alejandria. So, lighter grapes, very um, high in acidity, you know, with kind of, Following that through, so we have lots yeah. of nice big floral aromas. Generally speaking, um, when you think of Pisco, you go Chile and Peru. They might as well be separate spirits. They're produced yeah. very, very differently. Different rules, um, Different grapes. Um, well, by the looks of football, Peruvians play a very different game. <laughs> <laughs> football made, made and Pisco
0: is different rugby. in Peru and well, Chile. Yeah. By that logic,
2: we didn't qualify, so that's. That, <laughs> oh, no God. one in Chile was right. Yeah, I was very really upset about that. but. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we, it's a very what you might think of as a, a traditional method of production, so we grow our grapes, it's a beautiful place, it's right by the Pacific, it's right by the Andes, it's, it's a big kind of flat valley, and um, we kind of, they described it to me as, as like a slow and low process so when you talk about slow and low barbecue it's it's kind of like john's that. laughing again so we, i'm a
0: giant child you, <laughs> you are a a, you're a 16 stone. year old girl oh, slow so. and low
1: <laughs> slow low process I'm like there's got to be something in there i can make a joke out of it.
2: half throat and um shut
0: up half throat and, <laughs> <I can laughs> and uh,
2: a nickname for brilliant half-throat. changing the name on my film. <laughs> and um and yeah so we we fermented over nearly th- uh, three weeks um it's in it's in the tanks and uh we do it very slowly before we then distill just once. And we have, um, by, by Chilean uh, law, law, you must use um, still. So we have, I think, uh, 19 of the distillery that we're using at the moment. I uh,
1: think, ironically, Pisco again, so it's like, I feel very similar about Pisco as I do about Grappa. I'm a massive Grappa fan.
2: So I love Grappa. Peruvian Pisco is far more similar to Grappa than, um, than, uh, than Chilean. Chilean is, uh, is, I think, slightly more uh, floral. Um, and it's a bit, mm. it's a bit more, I, I often say the easiest way of describing it is to use all the buzzwords you used with Sauvignon Blanc in the late, like 2000s. Oh yeah, yeah, Freshly yeah. Freshly cut grass, reeds of the it, beach. It
0: just sounds so romantic though, doesn't it? Let's go to the beach,
2: guys. I mean, for hair. a white spirit, yeah. drinks so smoothly, which is yeah. also
0: impressive. Yeah. It is beautiful. Thank you for bringing that. Thank you. It's, we've been really lucky in the last few episodes. Uh, bodily bottle well, and then we get um, a little extra. Next, we, we need to start next, being clever. Next guest. guest.
1: Um, keep us up with the extra, the extra.
0: Although I'm, I'm spitting, obviously. Now, we are coming to the end. Do we have any rants at all? Or should we leave it? Should we be very, very polite for this episode and just leave it on the spirit front? Have you got anything to... Any, any issues, things that are pissing you off at the moment? Oh, this? loads of
2: stuff. Where to begin?
0: What <laughs> Life. <laughs>
2: Well, I think after this we're about to go and uh, clean out a venue that we've had for about a year that we've been unable to open because of issues with the local council. So, Oh, London that, uh, Council. I do think that there are certain issues that could be discussed um, with regard to independent operators and mm-hmm. spending more time you know, helping them begin practice before forcing them to shut down. But that's a big topic. A and school. I think
0: we're, we're running out of time, so I don't think we can really it's describe like, that. we to
1: come back some time
0: anyway. So yeah, we, so. Well, you know what? We might do a, a special episode at the end of the series. We no, might. We maybe might maybe bring it. back a few and have a little bit of banter. Yeah, I mean,
1: originally we thought we'd only be able to get out four people come do this and now suddenly we... We've got a, a whole long more li- more. list, so we don't so, know. When, uh, we don't
0: even know how many episodes we're going to do. Guys, everyone really investigate the
2: popularity of a half-throat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously my rant... Wait, wait, wait. If
1: I wish the... Do any tweets, how irritating I am. Do you do hashtag half, half-throat. I think I should make sure about that hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> half-throat. Hashtag half-throat, which I will be putting on all our social media for this. Okay, we good. Hashtag different. half-throat. Happy about hand? that. Find it? Oh, I don't know, because the unicorns were good. Yeah, There's too much. Let him go no, no, through No, no, it. The name will say the same, but hashtag half-throat can be the thing that runs on the Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say, I've never had a rant before, because I'm all happiness well, and unicorns, but I'm feeling very upset at the moment, because... Somebody stole all my phones and my cards. And that happens because people are mean. It's right? very
1: industry led.
0: <laughs> that happens because people are mean. Me but what my issue, my rant is, apart from the fact that he should die, you know, obviously, but he'll get his comeuppance, it's fine, is that functioning in London, I'm all, I'm like, great, you know, contactless is awesome and credit cards and everything. I like, we should all go, like, it's brilliant now. But oh my God, having lost everything. Getting around London, surviving and doing anything, is a massive, massive problem. Like, literally, I, I went, I wanted to obviously go down, I cancelled all my cards, I cancelled all, all uh, the phones and I did everything. And then I went, to, I had to go to the O2 store and the Vodafone store uh, to get new cards. But I couldn't get down there. I didn't get down there because I couldn't, I didn't, have any, uh, I, only, I didn't have any, I didn't have an Oyster card, I didn't have uh, a credit card, I had a little bit of cash, but not enough to even buy an Oyster card, so I had to run down to the store, and then to buy a phone, I went into O2, and interestingly, I, I salute them for this, but they don't, they're a cashless store now. They only take yeah, cards. Yeah, cash to
2: store is kind of frustrating me.
0: So, well, I kind of like where we're going, but oh my god, this is actually—I mm. I thought I can't even—I can't even buy a phone right now mm. because I managed to take my passport to get cash out at the bank. <laughs> Thankfully, that worked, but then I couldn't buy the actual phone, so I went home and I bought it on Amazon. So, I mean, we—we we all <laughs> whatever. I saved some money, I and, saved and it's all trip down to the store. Well, I needed to get the card anyway, True. but then I needed to get my new driving license, and I couldn't buy my driving license online because I didn't have a credit card.
2: Life um, is tough. Life as, you, what you need is a driver. Yeah. That's what you write
1: out. As, as someone who's been, who got robbed twice in two weeks, um, so I literally got my new phone, had my old phone, my new phone stolen off me. Um, life left. sucks. Then I am
0: against be, the be, happiness be, pills me. right as now. Pisco.
1: I'm, I'm going to drink re, more Pisco. I'm re, I'm re, re, I got a replacement phone for my new phone. So yeah. I just paid up to get that. I phoned the mark, I've been robbed, I'd get my insurance, I paid the £100 by the excess, I'd get my phone again. How many can you go through? Got that, and then literally got robbed again a week later. Um, and I bet then... they did
0: not even believe you.
1: No, I phoned the because i yeah, it's happened again. It's literally my words. I use One's like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. I don't lie. But, why do you a, if you ever a get robbed, get a police number as soon as you can, because if you have a police number, The insurance will always pay out, they don't argue. Um, my other top tip to you is,
0: Top tip, because this is coming from half throat, the professional uh not, what, what the, prof- the professional
1: uh, loss of gadgets. I'm not I'm not that kind loser of loser gadgets. gadgets. I'm a lot of professional, professional getting robbed, it's not professional getting deep throats. That's 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 my uh, my now. Uh, but my, my tip would be um, keep a card at home. So I had um, Yeah, I wish
0: I, I all my cards. No, but it I I, so I, did, I did happen
1: by accident, I was so lucky because by some... also un- young un- another ground Especially if you see a policeman, they will actually tell you just let them know what's happened to you, and generally the underground and the buses yeah, should I, take you. I found this
2: out today from you, and I I quite like
1: that. And I think that's. I like that they take care of you. I wish I mean, I'd known. I was them. really fucked off that the two policemen I spoke to after I'd just been assaulted quite badly. I didn't know what I was doing. I had concussion; it was quite bad. They didn't realise how bad I was, but they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, we're busy. Just go to the underground. They'll let you go home." Weirdly, it did work, and it was really great. it's a Great thing about London that, that does work. I'm not thinking I do this trying to get it for free. Obviously, they could tell that I was not. Someone trying to take the piss, and something yeah. actually happened to me.
0: Because John looks like a really sophisticated th- human.
2: The first, happened, I, the first time it happened,
1: first time happened, I got a, a taxi that I then couldn't pay for the taxi driver. I was not
2: happy. Went to the police station. It was a whole fucking issue. I was no. very drunk. Do you mean that um, that whole thing didn't work on, on a taxi? The
1: whole thing of, oh no, I, I have no <laughs> money on me.
2: Like did not did not go did not
1: fly. So uh, he took me to the did police you? station. Uh, in a black in a black carriage to the police station so that did not work so I do not Bank recommend that before. but I do recommend going to um, the underground letting them know okay. what has happened to you so you spoke to the police and, so you, and they should let you through Words to live by my, uh,
2: my brother works at TFL I'm going to ask him about this
1: this is good it's very so really interesting see, you mainly hear me about well, what 50, 60 holiday days a year all the striking
2: uh, no, no <laughs> uh, I feel maybe you know what I'm going to find out let us know, <laughs> do you know?
1: The... I don't actually want to discredit that because they do strike a lot <laughs> <laughs> he's not French no, but the TFL yeah. pretty much
0: is. <laughs> so there's another ramp for another day. Um, we are totally out of time for sure. People will start switching off. Um, so we'll leave that. We have advice for when you get robbed. I hope you never get robbed. I hope you drink wonderful wine and... Uh Listen to our next episode. Thank you very, very much, Chris, thank for you, coming. Chris. And, and for bringing some amazing Pisco and some lovely Chilean wine. Not thank you to Jonathan for getting <laughs> it wrong again and not bringing the Chilean wine, but your wine was delightful as well. And that a is deep. a disappointment. I apologize for that. And well. we apologize for not even being able to half-throat. Hashtag half-throat. Thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Do, do, do.